Uh, we're glad you're here. Let me tell you about Grip6, our sponsor this half hour. Everything you buy, everything you eat, every piece of clothing you wear, it all came from someplace. And if you're like me, you'd like it to come from the United States of America. I mean, uh, you know. But if you are a manufacturer here in uh, the United States, it's hard to make things here in America because it costs more. So the people who are actually um, taking the risk and making everything in America, we should, uh, you know, as long as they're making a great product, we should um, frequent them. That is the case with Grip6. Grip6, they make great socks. They make great belts, wallets, everything else. Great Christmas gifts, good stocking stuffers. And all of it is made here in America. Grip6.com slash Beck. Go there now and save. It's Grip6.com slash Beck. Barco shifts in his seat, adjusts his red tie. He's finding it hard to recall just how many children he raped when he was working for the United Nations in the Democratic Republic of the Congo in 2004. He said, I would say maybe 20, 25. I didn't count. Wait until you hear this story as three lawmakers are now saying it's time to get out of the UN. No more funding for the UN. We begin there in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Um, Whether it is a grunt or a wince when you're getting up from your chair, the face that you make, when when you're walking, all of a sudden that shooting pain in your knee, it's the way you look tired all the time. These are the, these are the signs that you are in real pain. You don't get sleep at night. You look tired because of the pain. What do you say you try to get your life back right now? And I know if you're like me, you tried everything. Try Relief Factor. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again and again. It's 1995. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or your money back guarantee. So give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief. That's 800 
the number four relief. No better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. It's relieffactor.com. We say hello to uh, Mr. Pat Gray, who is joining us. I don't know if you saw this uh, story mm-hmm. uh, about the UN. Uh, Bourgeau was earning $7,000 a month as the head of logistics in the peacekeeping mission in Goma. I don't even know where Goma is. Do you? Uh, no. <clears throat> he was getting locals to procure children for him. He had two assets that ensured Jeez. children trusted him. He was white and he worked for the United Nations. He's, oh, you can always trust white people. Sure. Right? Always. Isn't that a pretty hard white people rule will do of thumb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He said the sex was consensual, but oh. is unsure if the children were afraid to say no. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Could be. Oh, my gosh. After the Congolese police wow. arrested him and the French authorities jailed him for nine years in 2008, the U.N. made a public promise to help his victims. That promise mm. was never kept. The U.N. said it couldn't find the victims. Fourteen years on. I bet they tried really hard. Yeah, they well, really, really they hard. Yeah. 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 They're probably yeah. still looking right now. Uh, well, no. No. Oh. no. Darn it. Uh, fortunately... Uh, Channel 4, I don't know where Channel 4 is. Maybe this is uh, Channel 4 from um, uh, the BBC. 14 years on, we investigated sex abuse for Channel 4. It took only one afternoon for my producer to find four women who he had (coughs) raped when they were children. Wow. The hunting ground was the slums um, and the airport where barefoot children in ragged clothes scamper through the alleyways. Adults remember the rapes well. One girl was 14 when she used to sell bananas by the side of the road to pay for her education. Luring her with promises of help for six months, he took her to a hotel where he abused her. He was so old, as old as my father. He was a civilian part of the culture of U.N. personnel having sex with uh, prostitutes, including children. More than a decade on, that culture still persists. This story goes on to say how horrible these peacekeepers are from the United Nations. We've known this story forever, Pat. We've heard about the blue helmets going in and raping women and children for decades, decades. Yeah. And nobody's done anything about it. And yeah, they're, they're not just inept or ineffective. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. Uh, Mike Lee, uh, Chip Roy, and uh, Representative Mike Rogers of Alabama now are pushing a proposal that would cut all of our ties to the U.N. and all of its affiliated entities, including the World Health Organization. Um, The U.N. doesn't deserve a single dime of American taxpayer money or one bit of our support. We should defund it and leave it immediately. And I'm proud to lead this critical effort alongside with Mike Lee and Mike Rogers. This is Chip Roy. No more blank checks for the United Nations. America's hard-earned dollars have been funneled into initiatives that fly into the face of our values, enabling tyrants, betraying allies, and spreading bigotry. With the Defund Act, we're stepping away from this debacle. If we engage with the U.N. in the future, it will be on our terms with the full backing of the Senate and the ironclad escape clause. This is fantastic. And not only should we leave it, 
We should force them to leave us. Get off our continent. Take your stupid organization to Belgium or someplace. This is not our continent. (laughs) What about Canada and Mexico? Okay, well, get off our mainland. Get off our... Okay. Get out of our country. Get off our island. Yeah. Yeah. That'll show you. Seriously, doesn't this belong in Europe? Shouldn't it be in Belgium just like the the European Union is and every other one world organization known to man, including NATO? Get them, get them over there. Yeah, they'd love them over there. Well, they do. Well, love them. I don't know if the people love them anymore. Not the people, but yeah. certainly the European bureaucrats yeah. love them. Well, the bureaucrats here generally love them. Yeah, don't you think? True. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a time where our bureaucrats are more out of step all over the world. Right. I said this. I don't know, four or five years ago. This is not a war against Republican Democrat. This is truly um, between the elites and the people. And that's what's happening all over the world. That's what's happening in China. Yeah. That's what's happening in France and, and the Scandinavian countries and Germany. I wonder if that's why uh, people who are similar to Donald Trump, at least in rhetoric or in delivery, it is. are winning, winning all over the world. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Argentina, the Netherlands. I mean, did you ever think Geert Wilders would be elected no. the uh, no the head of the Netherlands? I no way. No well, way. is he? Is he? Did he make it to prime minister? I don't think he they, has enough. They thought he was going to, but yeah, he, but he didn't. He just missed yeah. it, just shy of it. But, but still, I mean, that was really amazing. Yeah. We were advised by everybody not to have him on. He came to America. He came into the studios and we had him on. And everybody was like, you can't have him on. He's he's a he's a racist, radical bigot. He's in. No, not so far. I mean, you know, doesn't have enough power uh, to really show it, but doesn't seem to be uh, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And the same thing with the guy in Argentina. That guy looks great. He does. He does. He's just outspoken and people for some reason recoil at that. They don't they don't like outspoken leaders, I guess. People who just who are sick and tired of uh, pussyfooting around and just tell it like it is. And that's what he does. But that's that's not the people are not tired of that at all. No, they're not. They're not that at all. The left and, is tired. They, yeah. The left certainly doesn't want that. Correct. They don't want anybody speaking out yeah. because they are the fascists. Yep. I mean, when when and this was brought up yesterday by a few people, um, we talked about it yesterday. When when Joe Biden says he's going to just take the um, uh, the formulas and just take the patents, believe that from, just take from them. the drug companies. Yeah. And we're supposed to be OK with that because the pharmaceuticals are all evil giants who make too much money but wait. and charge us too much. But. I'm sorry, this is about freedom. This this can't be about the government just seizing control of everything they want. Uh, beyond that, they don't think they're bad. That's very the true. The government doesn't. The they're people, in bed with, with they're, Pfizer yes, and Moderna. Yes. we were. I was never against big pharmaceutical. I thought big right, pharmaceutical, you know, it's a giant corporation. Yes, it's probably mm-hmm. not doing things, but... This is redistribution of wealth. This is, you know, to give to the have or give give to the have nots and screw the haves. 
We've always paid more here in America for our drugs. So people who don't have as much will pay less all around the country. Yeah. I've always thought, well, I don't like it, but okay. Well, now you see the government and pharmaceutical companies have been in bed for a long time. And all of a sudden, the left... Who's well, been saying this forever? They pharmaceuticals. love them. Yeah, they yeah. love them. They're best friends with the pharmaceuticals, right? And now he's mm. saying, "Screw the pharmaceutical companies. I'm just going to take their patents." You uh, can't do that. No, they're doing so many things they can't do, though. It's it's amazing. I don't think "can't" means what we thought think it, it meant. <laughs> yeah, you no, know? I know. I, I the the other story that was really big yesterday was was the FBI maybe being thwarted in their uh, civil asset forfeiture civil asset forfeiture problem, which yeah. happened in Los Angeles. Remember that one from two years ago? Oh, where they, yeah. They stole anywhere from 85 to $100 million worth of cash and goods from people. They went into this, I think it was in Beverly Hills, it wasn't was. it? Yeah, and it they was. went into this, like, you know, vault. it's kind of like, yeah, mailboxes, et cetera, <laughs> kind <laughs> of vault. It's not yeah. a bank. It's just like this giant vault. And people would rent safety deposit boxes. Well, there was one guy who did they prove that he was doing things or not? Uh, no, and it wasn't. I don't think it was an individual at all. It was the company supposedly that operated or owned oh, okay. the safety deposit boxes. Okay. And so they had the warrant to go look at the company's safety deposit deposit boxes because but they, they were, thought there might be the illegal yeah. ill-gotten goods in their safety deposit and they box. didn't find anything illegal there right but they were also ordered not to touch anybody else's safety deposit box any of the individuals they're not fair game they're off limits leave it alone so what they did instead was get into all 1400 safety deposit boxes and took take, it take everything they they took gold coins they took jewelry they took cash to the tune of eighty-five to one hundred million dollars worth, and and didn't and charge said, anybody with anything. No, and they said to the people, "Well, you go ahead, fight us on this. Are you part of it? Are you part of the problem?" Mm. I mean, Jeez. they they threatened them, yeah, uh, with prosecution if they said, "Hey, I want my stuff back." So a lot of people just was like, they were like, "I'm not going to fight with the United States government. I'm not going to." And that. in a lot of cases, they were wealthy people, and it didn't hurt them that bad. But that doesn't. That's beside the point, right? it's the principle of this thing. You can't just steal from people, if but they the, do. They do all the time. And it's not just the FBI. It's, right. it's our, it's, it's all the way down to our local police. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, it's, we, we have become Mexico. And unless this stuff is stopped, mm-hmm. when you put AI together with the federal government and all of oh, its man. private public partnerships, there ain't nothing left. No, nope. there's nothing left. What do you think of the uh, story today um, that the Democrats are coming out and they're saying companies like BlackRock can't own private houses? They can't invest oh, in yeah. private homes and just buy them all up. Mm. Wait a minute. What? Mm-hmm. Why? What is that all about? Why would the Democrats be leading that charge? And I didn't know that was happening in the first place. Did you? Were you aware oh, of that? Oh, yeah. The investment from BlackRock in oh, individual yeah. homes? Vanguard and everything else. Yeah. That's what's driving our property prices so high. They go Jeez. in and they buy it's entire insane. neighborhoods, sometimes two and three times above the asking price. So they just come in and they buy everything. 
then they hold it. It mm. is part of the you'll own nothing. Uh, you'll rent from us. Wow. And so they're going in. And, that, and how hard would that be to turn that down? Even if you're a big critic of BlackRock or oh, Vanguard, come in for three they come times in and say, I'll give you three times the market value. It would be uh, most, okay. Most people would not say no. Not right. I mean, I know a guy who is selling his house. Somebody from California came in. Some big rich person from California came in and said, uh, what are you asking for your house? And he said, it's not for sale. And he said, well, we've looked at the houses and, you know, your house is probably worth X amount. He put a million dollars on that amount plus, And then the oh. guy when the guy went, uh, wait, what? And he said, and I'll give you another million if you're out by the end of the month. He was out. Oh, my gosh. He was just out. He was like, bye-bye. Wow. You got it. Yeah. I'll load my car up starting right now. I mean, if that's the case, I'm calling BlackRock today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you've considered I living know. in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. That is crazy. But I've, I'm, first of all, I don't like the government saying what investors can and right. can't invest that's in. a dangerous precedent. Right. But I'm for them not owning you know that here's the here is the um the meaning of something you've always heard you've always heard uh that our founders said this system is wholly inadequate for an immoral and irreligious people okay mm -hmm. it's wholly inadequate okay so how does that phrase tie to blackrock and what we're talking about i'll share in just 60 seconds First of all, if you think the perfect home buying or selling experience doesn't exist, you need to give a call to real estate agents I trust. You might be surprised. Moving is no fun, uh, you know, and selling your house isn't really any fun. When the time comes, there's so much that you have to do to get the house you're selling ready, the things you have to replace, things you have to paint, that weird 1970s wallpaper that you never got around to completely removing, you know, things like that. Doesn't have to, uh, doesn't even have to touch uh, everything that you have to do on the the buying end. Just this is just the selling end. Sitting down at the negotiating table and talking about one of the most expensive purchases you can make is no joke, and you need somebody on your side that is really, really good. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a free service to you. We'll refer you to the people that we have vetted, and really, we watch them all the time to make sure that. They earn all of their five-star reviews. They have the best practices, and they are paying attention to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So our whole system, of the free market, is it's it's based on the invisible hand okay the invisible hand of the market well you are the invisible hand i am the invisible hand and whatever it is we as a collective want the invisible hand of the market will produce okay because there's money to be made there and if you are a culture that just wants drugs and to escape and pornography which we generally are that's what the invisible hand will will deal. Okay. But if you're a religious and moral people, you don't generally want that. You want things that make people's lives better. And so that's what the invisible hand delivers to you. 
in this case with BlackRock, this is a really good example. We've never had to have this rule before, okay? We never had this rule before because they didn't want to be in that business because there was no collusion with the government and and with the Fed and all this money sloshing around. And so the everybody thought, no, I, I don't want to be in that business. I don't like that business. But now that we are a culture that is so far off the reservation where these guys can come in and just make a killing on houses and put our friends and neighbors really into a rental house for the rest of the year. And while they create Pottersville, we let them. This is it's a wonderful life. The Jimmy Stewart character was the feel of the town. He was everybody was against Potter, but Potter had money. But the good guy stood up and said, no, you don't want to do that. Well, where's the good guy? If you don't have the Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life, then you either get Pottersville or you have to have a government step in and say, no, I'll protect you from yourself because you don't have the sense to stop it. Mm. And you don't want that either. No, that's when you lose free market and freedoms. Yep. Um, By the way. I don't know what's happening to Fetterman. Did you see what? <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah, it's a, it's incredible. Uh, Fetterman, there's like three issues right now where he's been really good. You're like, wait a minute, what? Uh-huh. Fetterman said, if we want peace, then Israel has to be able to destroy all of Hamas. Isn't it interesting how that as his brain apparently heals, uh, it starts it, it going is. to the right. It, hmm. it is. It <laughs> is. It's really strange. Really, yeah. really strange. Huh? Because uh, it does seem like he's getting physically it better. It does. And I'm happy. He's speaking for that. a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy for that. Didn't think that would happen. But as he's getting better, it's like, wait, he's starting to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. How much do you know about inflation and how it happens? How much do your kids know? Prices go up. That much is obvious. But what do you really know about it? What causes it? What causes inflation? Hyperinflation. What makes it worse? What makes it better? Do we get out of this economic sinkhole intact? Or do we just repeat the mistakes of the past and and let it drag us down completely? It is important for you and your family to know about things. Going forward, especially in this new generation, they're not being taught anything. It's even more important your kids and grandkids know it than you knowing it. The Tuttle Twins would like to enlighten them and you with a free stocking stuffer. It's a book called The Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. It explains inflation and our money in a way that both kids and adults can enjoy and understand. And the books are free until they run out of this extra supply or until the end of the week. And that is today. So don't wait. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get this free book. You just pay for shipping. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Teach your kids how to stay ahead of inflation. 
TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 live Eastern, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Jonathan Isaac, he's the uh, NBA basketball player for the Orlando Magic. He's also written a book, Why I Stand. He was he became very popular to people who don't know sports um, during the um, uh, during the covid uh, debacle uh, because he said no. He is he founded Unitas uh, and has now created the first basketball shoe to feature a visible Bible verse. Uh, you can find all of this at weareunitis.com. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the program, Jonathan. By the way, full disclosure, Unitas is a sponsor, I think, of the Blaze. So just want to make sure you know that. But I don't really care. It doesn't affect my conversation with Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? Good. How's your ankle? It's doing better. It's doing better. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm actually uh, on this call with you on my way to practice. Okay, good. Good. So um, what prompted, for people who don't know anything about Unitas, what prompted you to start Unitas? Well, what, what prompted me was first just wanting to see my values represented in the marketplace, right. specifically in the sports and apparel lane. Um, we've got a, a a plethora of companies today, and really just our society at whole. I, I felt are moving away from godly values and principles, and also constitutional values and principles. And so it's like, hey, I, I know that millions of people feel the same way I do about what makes a prosperous society: faith, family, freedom, things like that. And uh, um, I wanted to be able to give them something that they can be encouraged by and just feel good about, and, and know that the company that they're supporting completely supports and stands for their values, not just behind closed doors, but um, in the in the in the mainstream media and marketplace. What what prompted Nike to pull their partnership from you? You know, I don't. <laughs> so I I don't officially know. Um, a part of it is when when players get hurt, it's it's, it's something that happens, right? I, back in the bubble, um, after I stood, I got hurt, and it was a pretty serious injury. And um, you know, it, it's it's a part of the business. If you can't play, you know, you can't make companies money. And so I wasn't able to play, and so they didn't resign me. Okay. Um, and so you now have introduced Judah One. This is the first basketball shoe to be manufactured with a visible Bible verse in it. Uh, never been done before. Tell me about it. Yeah. So again, that's just me trying to be authentically myself. And the the sneaker actually came about before the idea of United started. And because I didn't resign with Nike, I actually went to my pastor and I told him, Hey, you know, I don't have a shoe company anymore. Just, we were, we were just talking casually. And he said, make your own sneaker. And I was like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He said, make your own sneaker. And so I went down the, the line, okay, what would it look like? And then I wanted it to be authentically me. And so I'm like, shoot, we'll put Bible verses on it. My middle name is Judah. We'll call it the Judah one and, and have that. Judah on the side of it, the Lion of Judah. And so um, that's where it started. And then the bigger idea of United came about because it was like, why just create a sneaker for myself? Yeah. Why not give everybody an alternative avenue to stand for their values? And so... um that's where it started, and, and I'm just so glad that it's been released. And honestly, the, the, the support and the, the recognition of it has been absolutely amazing, and so I'm appreciative. So what is the, what is the process like to design your own sneaker? So 
mine, mine was a little different, I'm sure, than most. What I, I remember watching a movie <laughs> a, a while back, and the person had went to a college campus yeah. and um, used the students. And so that's what I did. UCF was right here, and so I was able to connect with their design school, and we turned it into an, an entire assignment for the students, and we were able to pay five of them to come up with designs that we liked, and, and that's where the first prototype design of the Judah one was born, and we just ran with it once 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 we got it from them. So it's uh, so it, but it wasn't just the design; it was the design of the actual shoe, or is the shoe itself, you know, far as the way it works, or you know, on your foot, is it, right. It was it was it was just the the flat face design, and then we were able to take it to factories and a, and a company called Soulworks to actually turn this into a real sneaker. Unbelievable. Um, so you have not only uh, sneakers, but you also have active wear, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I'm looking at um, weareunitas.com. You've got a great uh, I Stand With Israel t-shirt right on the front. I mean, you are bold, brother. You are bold. <laughs> and I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. These make great Christmas gifts. Um, how much is the Judah one? The Judah one is $150. Okay. Um, they, they will ship them out, uh, ready to, uh, ready to go for Christmas. You'll find something, uh, that is, uh, at we are Unitas, uh, dot com. I, I wanted to get you on because I, I wanted to ask you, I think this is such a remarkable product. Um, and I, I just applaud you. You're the first guy to really come in and just say, Hey, I'm, I'm doing my own thing and I'm doing it for God and I'm doing it because our values are being lost. Uh, I would love to have any of your shoes uh, in our museum. I mean, I can buy the, sh- the, the shoes that are being sold right now, but if you have any of the prototypes, any of the early stuff, I'd like to keep it in our museum because I think this is going to be an important shoe. Absolutely. We, we can make that happen. Glenn. I, I appreciate you. I, when you. When you said, you know, you're bold and all these things. I have definitely developed, uh, I would say, quite a bit of callus over the, over the years. <laughs> just, <laughs> just from the different things. So I'm like, look, th- this is who I am. I think with the way that our, our country is going, we have to be just authentic and transparent about what it is that we believe in and stand on it. And no, it's not, everybody's not going to agree with it. No, not everybody's going to like it. But there are there are so many people who need to see somebody stand up for what they believe in to know that it's okay to do it themselves. And I, I guess that's a part of my calling, and I just want to, you know, walk it out. You're a, you're a good man. Thank you so much. It's great to have somebody that um, our kids and even people like me can look up to and say, look at this guy. Look at what he's doing. Courage is contagious. And uh, you are spreading that like crazy. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Glenn. To God yeah. be all the glory. God bless. Um, we are unitis.com. We are unitis.com. And on the back tab is the Bible verse, which I think is fantastic. And uh, I think he's coming out with the fourth iteration of the uh, Judah one. There's, there's several of them. And it's, he's coming out with the uh, fourth or the fifth now. Great Christmas gifts. We are unitis.com. You know him, Pat? I don't follow the NBA that closely, but I know of him. Yeah, I, I've heard NBA's of NBA's changed so much, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's I I don't know. I, it's just been a while since I've I've really followed followed it closely. But um it's nice, it's really refreshing to see a professional athlete who's in the news because of something positive like that instead of beating up 
his wife or girlfriend. I or? have to tell you, there's a lot of I think the NFL is changing. I think there's yeah. a lot of guys in the NFL that are really Christ centered and really good and are role, outspoken about it and outspoken about it. Uh, I he's the only one in the NBA that I that I'm aware of, but I, I don't obviously. Yeah, there could be others. Yeah, but. follow the NBA at all, but. I know he has paid a very, very high price, and I, I hope he is, and this shoe becomes very, very successful. Everybody is like, oh, I got to have a Nike shoe. I got to have a Nike shoe. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? Is fashion, you know, I, I thought of something the other day that we are, we are truly, um, we've lost shame in our society. There's no shame. And, and that's what I thought. And then a friend of mine said, you know, uh, I don't, I, you know, sometimes I, I, my wife will say something if I'm wearing, you know, socks in my, my sandals. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, well, she should. But I, it made me think that we are brand shamed. We, if you're not dressed properly, if you're not with the right brand, and that could be from politics to clothing, car, neighborhood, whatever it is, we shame for brands now. Yeah. We don't have personal shame anymore. And that's one of the big problems with our society. We, shame needs to be returned uh, away from this brand shaming, but actual values, you know, mm-hmm. you're a bad guy. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're ripping people off. You're Hunter Biden you should be ashamed of yourself. That kind of stuff about Hunter Biden. We're going to get into it next hour stuff about Hunter Biden. You know, the, the, the average person used to be like, oh my gosh, I, I can't. I mean, my life is over. Yeah. Now he becomes more famous and more popular. Sells his art for more money. Well, that's only because daddy's president. There is that. There is that. Access. All right. uh, More in just a second. Tunnel to Towers is our sponsor. Out of the terrible tragedy of 9-11 came the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. Tunnel to Towers is there to support the families of the first responders and veterans when they don't come home or are severely injured in the line of duty. Foundation pays off their mortgage, does everything they can to lift the financial burden through their Gold Star Family Home Program, their Fallen First Responder Program. With the Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders get their independence back with a mortgage-free home that's specially adapted to meet their physical needs. Through the Homeless Veterans Program, Tunnel to Towers has been helping over 2,000 people stay off the streets this year. And um, the Homeless Veteran Program is getting bigger and bigger every year, and they really need your help. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifice that today's heroes make every single day. And their work depends on you. Would you help by donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org? That's T, the number two T, dot org. The Glenn Beck Program. 
Oh, yeah. Hello, and welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, so the uh, budget director for uh, Biden was was uh, meeting uh, with uh, uh, GOP and, you know, trying to get things uh, done. And she was stunned at what the GOP is demanding. And, and that is. <laughs> well, it's so outrageous. Yeah, it's so outrageous. Secure the borders. Listen to this. We're always willing to have a conversation. Um, but I believe Congress has been talking about this long enough, and I'm happy uh, that the question was called. Unfortunately, uh, people who know the stakes, who are supporters of Ukraine, who are supporters of Israel, uh, decided to put politics ahead of our uh, national security interests. And frankly, I'm, I, I remain stunned by that. Stunned. Stunned. I mean, I, I don't know. It seems to me that national security is probably the 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 priority would be who's coming into our country right now. Yeah, you would think there'd be some consideration of <laughs> yeah, that, that, but that there isn't. Be, that might be the top priority for <laughs> national security, but no, no, no. No. No, it's Ukraine. And here's I mean, there's no reason to be worried about what's going on at the border. Take a look at this from yesterday with the illegals. Very excited they made it from yeah. Where are you guys from? Hey. Africa. Africa, where? Africa. Okay, good. good. That's a long walk. What country? Yeah, it what country? sure is. Okay. That's good. Here comes some more runners. Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good. And then, I mean, it's Look at this. 10, 12,000 people a day on most days now. Per day. And we don't know where they're coming from, what their intention is, where they're going. They're just good what they're people. Doing. They're, they're just, just good people. Good just, family people, you know obviously. What's, you know what's terrifying is this idea that now these guys can be brought into the military yeah. to protect. I mean, we've all asked, why are there so many you know, 18 to 24-year-old men? There were no families there. There was no girls there, no women. Mm-hmm. So why is this all 18, 24-year-old men, and what are they going to do? Now that the military has disenfranchised so many and they can't get the recruitment numbers up, now they're talking about, well, what about all these illegal aliens? We give them citizenship if they serve. You know it would be really great? Ooh. You know it would be really great? is if we could send our sons and daughters, the native-born Americans, you know, generally from the center of the country, if we could send them over to the meat grinder that is Ukraine. Yes. And then we could have these new guys come in and they can protect the homeland. (laughs) Right. Wouldn't that be great? That's a great idea. Great idea. And don't think the Biden administration hasn't already thought oh, of that. Oh, absolutely. They've thought of Probably that. planning it. Yeah. In I mean, fact. George Soros is having dreams of that every mm-hmm. single night. How great would that be? It's horrible. Horrible. Um, here is, um, you know, we're being we're being shelled by the Houthis. And, you know. I don't know. It's a problem for me that the United States has to protect itself more than once 
from a group called the Houthis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in yeah. Yemen. But uh, we are now. Here's John Kirby at a press conference yesterday talking about the armed conflict with the Houthis. John, is the U.S. in any sort of a conflict with the Houthis? In a sort of a conflict with the Houthis. We are not in an armed conflict with the Houthis per se. That said, as I said at the top, uh, we're going to do what we have to do to, to protect ourselves, our partners, and merchant shipping. And we've done it in the past. We'll do it again in the future. That sounds a little bit like a conflict. Mm. We are protecting and defending freedom of navigation. We're protecting and defending uh, uh, our ability to operate in the region, in the Red Sea and surrounding waters. And as I said at the top, we are looking to flesh out an already pretty robust combined maritime force to protect freedom of navigation in the area. And mm. like I said, we've got a, a couple of... Uh, but we're not in several. conflict. No. We're not in conflict. No. Yes, dozens and dozens of our soldiers have been wounded by these people, but is that a conflict, really? No. no. They're the Houthis. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about American Giant. All across this great nation of ours, there are hardworking Americans putting their soldiers, uh, their shoulders to the wheel every single day to assure that you and I continue to buy products that are made here in the USA. There are a few companies out there who understand how important this is, and American Giant is one of them. American Giant is challenging Levi's and everybody else to come back to America. Bring 5% of your manufacturing back to America. It, it would change our world. It really would. When you buy American Giant clothing, you are buying every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink that is made and assembled here in the United States. The American Giant patch means something. You can get cheaper quality and cheaper clothing, but you're not going to get 100% America and American quality. Buy American Giant today. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Makes great Christmas gifts. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're going to talk to you a little bit about the latest poll numbers that are coming out now um, and what people believe who won, who lost on the debate, according to the latest polls as well. And it looks like Hunter Biden may have done something wrong. Uh, he's been indicted. He's now facing, I think, 17 years for the indictment that he's now under. And another 25 years for his, you know, his gun experience. Will he spend a day in prison? That's a rhetorical question. I mean, I think we all know. First, let me tell you about Mantis X. I strive in my life to do everything I can to do it all with excellence. Uh, I think you're the same way. That goes double for the really important things in my life. Things that are like, you know, being able to protect my family 
If I ever need to pull a gun, I, I man, I do not want to pull a gun. Because I believe if you point a gun at somebody, you better be prepared to shoot and kill them. It's this is not practice time. This isn't uh, this is a serious moment in your life which will change everything. That's why I use Mantis X to train. It'll help you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm and connect it with an app to your fart smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then, whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry firing practice, it'll give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's like having a firearms instructor right in your front pocket, and it's going to save you a buttload of money as well. Great Christmas gift. It's MantisX.com. MantisX.com. So, Pat, uh, I think we talked yesterday about who you thought um, won the debate. I think we both mm-hmm. agreed that it was uh, DeSantis, even though, you know, uh, the New York Times and, and other intellectual newspapers uh, said that it was uh, Nikki Haley. Yeah. Um, those who watched the news, Na- news nation debate in Alabama, 30% said that DeSantis performed the best followed by Haley 23 Christie. Uh, uh, Christie was at 19 and Ramaswamy was at 16. Uh, 7% said DeSantis did the worst and it went all the way up to 37% said it was Ramaswamy. His star has really faded uh, yeah, fast. It has. Fast. It has. And I think you either love him or you hate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I still really like him. I, I like him, too. He's not the guy I'm going to you know vote for for president. If I had to pick out of all of those on stage, the clear the clear president is on that stage is DeSantis. For sure. In my mind. Um and uh, and now it's just between him and Donald Trump. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, I, I just don't know if we make it to November. If they throw him in jail, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be really ugly. And they know that they, they know want it. that they want it. They've tried everything they can to get us to strike yeah. and uh, and. You know, I know Ramaswamy was hit by the the mainstream media for saying this, but I think we all are pretty aware now that January 6th was at least uh, helped along, if not a full-fledged psyop uh, on the uh, Trump supporters and, and the American people. Um, they try, they, I mean, they just can't get people to to strike out we love our country however it's happening all over the world these people are so detached from reality from the people that people all over the country all over the world are looking at their leaders and going who are these people it's like they're aliens january 6th was such a great example of why we can't lash out why we can't get violent Cause riots, break things. You, you just can't do it because look at how they've beat that drum for the last two and a half years. That's going to continue forever. They're going to continually call the right violent and extreme based on that one stinking event. 
even if it is the left that causes violence, I believe just, just like they did in Nashville, they will turn it around. Yep. And they'll make it look like it was caused by some right wing extremists, even though it was left wing that was actually doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just they, it, the facts don't matter anymore. They just don't matter. And especially with Donald Trump. I mean, this this thing where he's uh, in trial at trial today. This is crazy. You you he is he is being charged with what is it fraud or yeah business fraud yeah and the the reason why is they say that Deutsche Bank when has Deutsche Bank ever been the victim <laughs> uh, Deutsche Bank needed protection from Donald Trump because they made a loan where he overestimated his worth however. The head guy, the the vice president that is in charge of all of the loans, he testified and said, people do this all the time. This we, we know that that's why we mm-hmm. do our own investigation and evaluation. So we evaluated his net worth to be lower than that. And we made the loan based on that lower number. So where's the victim? Mm hmm. Where's the victim? How is this even a case? It's all political. And I I think everybody knows it. The Democrats like to pretend that Donald Trump has done all these heinous crimes for which he needs to be imprisoned. But they know deep down inside he's he's not guilty of 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 crimes here. But they're trying desperately to keep him off ballots in as many states as they possibly can. Who's the fascist? Yeah. Exactly. Who is the fascist? Doing all the things that they claim Trump did. Right. And they themselves are doing them right now. I think I think there's, isn't there uh, action in 24 states right now to get his name off the ballot? I haven't been successful in a single one no, yet. No, not yet. I hope that continues to be the case because I mean, it's going to be ugly if they do. I mean, you just can't do this. Mm-mm. You just cannot do this. By the way, at the same time, Hunter Biden was indicted yesterday on nine different charges, including three felonies, in part allegedly dodging more than a million dollars in taxes while uh, living kind of an extravagant lifestyle. Uh, The three felonies leveled against um, Joe Biden's son, who's 53 years old. He faces a maximum penalty of 17 years in prison if convicted on all counts, including one count tax evasion for his 2018 personal taxes and two counts of filing a false return for his 2018 personal taxes and a corporate income tax return for his company. Could I ask if I filed an intentionally false return do you think I'd be talking to you today? Not I'd, from this location. Not from this location. I would be in jail. <laughs> nope. yeah. I'd be in federal prison. Yeah. And so would you. So would everybody listening. This this is, again, you know, I was, I was doing something at Colony Ridge in Houston earlier this week. And that is that, um, uh, that, that place where it's all basically illegals. Uh, and I can say that now because we have many ways to verify that. But it's a lot of illegals there. I'm sure there's some Americans there, too. I met some of them, but a lot of illegals and all kinds of things uh, are going on there. The one thing that I 
I heard from almost everyone is there's got to be, and there's no proof of this. There's got to be, you know, some deals, some backroom deals. The only evidence you have, and not of any deal, but that the developer gave $1.4 million to Greg Abbott, okay, in a mm-hmm. campaign donation. Okay, well, do you have any more than that? Because it's not illegal to do that. And so far, there's nothing that can be found. But every single person said, every single person Something's wrong because the system isn't working. Nobody is looking into this. No one with any power is actually looking into the people's interest. This is these are representatives of us. And, you know, when people when things happen and they can't explain it, they'll go down the conspiracy lane because it it, it doesn't make sense that there is no one looking into charges that there's no one helping people it's this is the way it is around the entire world you look at farmers here in the netherlands in germany same things going on same thing where where is it is it was it scotland or ireland it was some place where they're having to kill and cull a ton of cattle why? WEF stuff. Mm. Global warming stuff. It's just the methane gotta, thing? Yeah, yeah, we just got to kill all this. What? <laughs> Who's standing up mm. for the little guy, the farmer, the rancher that owns all of these cattle? It's, it's not just that these guys get away with murder. Uh, Biden gets away with what I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. It's the fact that everyone knows it. And everyone sees what's happening. It's it. We are becoming Mexico. We are becoming a country of of graft. Mm-hmm. We are becoming a, a country that is all based on who you are, who you know, and how much money you have. That's not America. It's not America. Anyway, uh, so he's got all these uh, felonies now. I'm going to take a one minute break because you're going to need to catch your breath. Uh, When you hear how he spent his money, he did not pay at least one point four million dollars in self-assessed federal taxes. He owed them for the years 2016 through 2019. There's a 56 page indictment that comes out of the uh, Central District of California he he subverted his payroll tax and tax withholding process of his own company. He withdrew millions of dollars and spent millions of dollars on his pretty crazy lifestyle. And he didn't pay his taxes. Wait until you hear how he spent his money. 60 seconds. What if I told you it's not only possible to get rid of that pain that you've been carrying around for so long, but that you could potentially go back to feeling the way you used to? Remember those days back when you didn't have to check in with your body before everything you did just to make sure it wasn't going to betray you? I used to suffer from horrible pain all the time. I couldn't I got to the point where I couldn't use my hands. Relief Factor changed all of that, and I mean changed it for good. Relief Factor is not a drug. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 
It's 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. And over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start. Again, 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's 1995. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. No better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so let's look at let's look at some of the things that uh, that Hunter Biden spent his money on. He didn't spend it on taxes, but here's what he did spend it on. The indictment alleges that he spent one hundred and eighty eight thousand dollars on adult entertainment. Hmm. Now. What 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 exactly falls into the category of adult entertainment? Because prostitutes, I don't think. No, that's not included. That's, that's a separate, separate line that's a item. Separate line item. <laughs> in 2018 yeah. alone, Hunter is alleged to have spent a hundred thousand dollars in one year on adult entertainment, but only five hundred dollars on his mortgage payment. Some payments are laid out in excruciating detail, including $11,500 for an escort to spend just two nights with him in 2018. $11,000 for two nights. Well, so he didn't have to. I mean, it's under $6,000 a night. Amen, brother. Yeah, Thank you right? for breaking that I mean, down. That's, you know what I mean? That's some cheap entertainment yeah, right there. that is. That's that not even $6,000 a night? No. I don't no. know what they're complaining about here. Now, Leave him alone. he made $3,947 in payments to M Street Management. Okay. That's a strip club oh. in Washington, D.C. Hmm. But that was over a whole month. I mean, that's $4,000 in $1 bills. Well, that is 4,000 panties you would have to. <laughs> Maybe he just, uh, I don't know. He's also alleged to have used uh, the business line of credit to make $27,316 in payments to online pornography website, which in total accounted for one-fifth of all the business line of credit expenditures. One-fifth went to a pornography website. Now, I have to go back to the 188000 on adult entertainment. If it doesn't include prostitutes and it doesn't include pornographic websites, what does adult entertainment <laughs> include? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a novice at this. He is also alleged to have used the business line of credit. Okay. The president's son also made a one-off payment. Uh, one uh, one thousand five hundred Venmo payment on August fourteenth to an exotic dancer at a strip club. Oh well, I didn't know they were taking Venmo payments. <laughs> then again, <laughs> what's the three? Them much more often, wouldn't you? Right. If it was that convenient, right? I got you. I'm just going to just... Venmo you. Uh, <laughs> then what is the three thousand nine hundred forty-seven dollars for the strip club in Washington D.C. if he's using Venmo? Okay, uh, then uh, let's see. 
Oh, by the way, he tried to pass that $1,500 Venmo payment uh, to an exotic dancer that he attempted to pass off as a purchase of artwork in his accounts. Uh, you've never well, seen hooker art uh, like this. I'm well, sure. a lot of hookers that's, are uh, art. Yes, that's you right. You know what I mean? That's, that's look right. at her. This, she's like <laughs> art. Uh, over four years, he spent $237,000 on health, beauty, and pharmacy. Now, remember, he got ripped off unless he is saying pharmaceuticals are like crack. Then maybe I understand that. But health, beauty and pharmacy services. This guy's amazing. A quarter of a million dollars. The indictment indictment also revealed how Hunter spent thousands of dollars on luxury hotels, flights and car rentals in April 2018. 2,996 was spent on Virgin American. He should not be flying Virgin uh, (laughs) American flights to Los Angeles. And upon arrival in California, he spent $1,700 on renting a Lamborghini. The following two months, Hunter spent a staggering $43,693 at stays at the Chateau Marimont in Los Angeles. You know, That place does, I I mean, has anybody who hasn't either killed themselves through drugs or was a total scumbag ever stayed there? (laughs) I mean, no, I've never heard of anybody like, you know what? And the Christians Women's Society stayed there. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I did. Okay. Uh, he paid seven thousand two hundred and fifteen for an L.A. Airbnb rental for his then girlfriend for two months. All nine charges filed in California on Thursday relate to tax. They include two felony charges for filing a false return, felony charge for tax evasion, four failure to pay charges, and uh, a further two charges for failure to uh, to file. I don't think you even mentioned the $683,000, have you, on that he spent on various women? Well, yeah, but I did $683,000 on various women. Now, when you say various women, mm-hmm. how do you, I mean... I think, I think that would include uh, hookers, prostitutes, but we already and whores. Have, so that's, we, that's really varied. He'll go, yes, whores. he'll go from prostitutes all the way to whores. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute. He doesn't minute. discriminate. No, he doesn't. It's, he doesn't. It's great. So let me ask you, um, why are there other lines of him... Paying for prostitutes. Why does that not go under the line? Apparently, there's something different about what he's doing These with various, the various women. The various women. Yeah. Hmm. 1.6 million in cash withdrawals. So we don't even know what he spent those on. He That might have been on the various women as well. 1.6 million out of ATMs. And? Wow. Who doesn't do that? Yeah, who doesn't? Hang on just who a doesn't? second. I need to get $1.6 million out of the... Just stop and buy the ATM to pull that out, <laughs> right. you know? Uh, yeah, that's good. But this guy, again, remember, the president told us th- that Hunter Biden has never done anything wrong. He that may have been wrong quote. about that. He might have. He, he might have been wrong. Eh, I mean, if you're to be judgmental about this, I... I yeah, who are guess. you to say? Who are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who are who you? Who are you to say that? Uh, now, we all know how this is going to end. It'll go to trial. Maybe mm-hmm. he gets a prison sentence. Maybe. If he does, daddy is just going to pardon him. He's not going to see a day in prison. 
which is exactly what would happen if this was you. Oh, sure. Right? <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right. The holidays are finally here, and you know there's nothing like, you know, piling on just a little more financial stress to your already stressful year, right? I mean, yeah. Everything is more expensive right now unless you work at the White House, where they informed uh, the American people yesterday that it has never been less expensive for Christmas. I don't know. I I think it has been, but I'm not an expert. Please, if you've already dumped a bunch of money on your credit cards, don't continue to do that. If there's any way at all, you can get around it. Dealing with debts, especially credit card debt, is killing us. Pick up the phone right now. Give American Financing a call. The process starts with a free mortgage review with a salary-based mortgage consultant. Learn how you can save by paying off high interest debt right now. Even if you've been turned down before, there's no pressure, no obligation, no upfront fees. And we're talking about saving an average of $825 a month. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. You can get Glenn, Stu, me, all at blazetv.com. Go there right now. We have Chip Roy coming up, hopefully, in a couple of minutes here. Uh, Chip is uh, the representative from the great state of Texas. Uh, he and Mike Lee and who was the third one from, uh, from I think it was Alabama, wasn't it, Pat? It Tommy Tuberville? No, no, no. It's not him? Tuberville, I tell you, mm. I think that guy is a hero for what he's done. Um, I, I think all of the stuff that he has... Uh, you know, done to stop abortion and everything else. And yeah. he's just been raked over yeah. the coals by um, the wonderful GOP. Uh, makes me sick. Makes me really sick. Uh, so they, they came out yesterday and they want to put an end and defund uh, the United Nations and all of its subsidiaries. So the WHO and everything else would be a thing of the past. And Mike uh, Lee's part of that. Did you already mention? Yeah. 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 And I, uh, and uh, so good. it would be really good. Don't know, you know, how they're going to make this case and win, but I'm glad somebody's at least making this case. There's so much going on here right before the end of the year. We have Chip Roy on with us now. Hi, Chip. How are you? Hey, Glenn. How are you? I have a lot of stuff to ask you about that. Uh, first of all, let's start with the UN. Uh, what prompted this from you guys? And uh, what is the plan? Well, first of all, it's not a new concept, obviously, for those of us who hated the United Nations for a long time and believe that it's a colossal waste of money. Twelve and a half billion dollars of American both tax dollars and borrowed money that's gone to the UN as recent as 2021. OK, in one year. Uh, Mike Lee and I were talking about this, so disgusted about what we've seen at the United Nations, their ridiculousness in terms of how they've treated Israel, voting not to condemn Hamas, their ridiculousness of funding Hamas through UNRWA, which is, you know, done in the name of refugees, but ends up funding uh, right. terrorist entities like Hamas, uh, the, you know, their human rights 
Council, which is a complete sham. They put all of the worst human rights violators on it, uh, funding the you know China uh, one-child policy. I mean, you can't even begin to do it. And then you just saw the article yesterday that Mike Lee tweeted out. Mm. Mike and I, you know, he introduced the Senate version. I introduced the House version to totally just defund the United Nations. Like, get out. And uh, Mike tweeted out a picture of an article about how all of these U.N. workers have been raping children in Africa and other places around the world. And, look, it's just a organization devoid of soul. Uh, they don't believe in Western civilization. They are not our friend. Why do we fund it? It's just a joke, and we shouldn't. Is this something that you think could gain traction and win? Well, I mean, not in the instant. I think we need to get really serious about it. I will say, okay, to the credit of the House, you know, I'm I'm pretty, uh, you know, vicious in my condemnation of the failures of House Republicans. But in fairness, right, we're dealing with frickin the, a, a recalcitrant Senate that doesn't want to do anything in a White House that's com- not just incompetent, but evil. We passed appropriations bills at our state and foreign operations that would have defunded a lot. Not all of it. It wasn't perfect, but it defunded a lot of these terrible things like UNRWA, like the Chinese policy. Um, uh, Mario Diaz-Ballard in Florida, he worked with us on that. But it's jammed. It's just sitting in the Senate, right? The Senate won't do anything with it. So we introduced this bill as a standalone, basically to kind of one up it all and and send a message that you have serious members of the Senate and the House saying, wait a minute, we should not be sending twelve and a half billion dollars to the United Nations. So, you know, we'll have to keep working the issue. But I know you agree and I know your listeners agree. Okay, so the next thing is the spending bills uh, and the fact that this defense bill, first of all, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was yesterday that uh, Lloyd Austin said, if you fail to pass this Ukraine aid bill, U.S. troops on the ground in Ukraine are likely. What kind of threat is that? Yeah, so let's let's take them in order, right? You're talking about the supplemental spending bill at the moment, right? That includes in the, on the Democrat side, right? Because the president put it forward. It has a massive amount of spending, over $100 billion, uh, $60 billion additional funding for Ukraine. Uh, I think it's 10 or $15 billion of additional spending at the border, which would just be used to process more people, not change the policies. More spending for Taiwan, more spending uh, generally. And so we would oppose that. And yes, uh, in a briefing the other day, the secretary alluded to, uh, you know, saying, you know, if you guys don't do this, you know, effectively, we're going to be committing American troops to war. Now, if you're being less cynical, you'd say his position is that if we don't push back on Putin now, we'll get drawn into a war that involves our men and women in uniform. To which my response is, no, if you keep carrying out your incompetent policies, where you refuse to promote American energy, where you refuse to actually sanction, for example, Iran, you allow Iran to provide oil to China, you take all of the positions that are empowering our enemies, then you say we need to fund a proxy war to stop those enemies, or you're going to send our, our men and women to war. And oh, by the way, they wanted to draft your daughters, which I proudly stood up and stopped. That's the truth of this administration. So we're going to stand up and stand athwart that, at least conservatives are. And I hope uh, Mike Johnson will keep doing what he's been doing. I mean, I, I'm critical when I'm critical, but I'm complimentary when I'm complimentary. 
Mike has sent a strong message that we will not even remotely consider Ukraine funding until the border is secure. I hope he sticks to that. Um, I don't, I, you know, I think we need to question Ukraine spending generally, but I know for certain we shouldn't even mention the word until the border of the United States is secure. I agree. Uh, how's he doing, by the way, so far, Johnson? Well, Mike, as you know, he's a very good friend. He's a very good man. Uh, on that point, he's done, I think, a great job on sending over Israel immediately, first day on the job, uh, and that next week, you know, funded uh, with taking money out of the IRS expansion. I think he did a great job. Look, I think he needs to not give in to the pressures of the swamp. The swamp uh, makes uh, they they work on the uh, addiction of pressure. Oh my God! If you don't pass FISA uh, uh, by Jan by December thirty first, the world's going to end. Right. And suddenly people are going to end up. We're all going to die. That's how the swamp works. He should he should resist that. This National Defense Authorization Act, which is a terrible bill. It's not the House bill, which fixed the abortion transgender. Uh, I'm sorry, the abortion tourism. It fixed transgender surgeries. It fixed the DEI and woke stuff. It fixed some of the climate change stuff. That was it all thrown stuff. out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most of that, like 90% of that was thrown out. So the defense bill is bad on its face. <clears throat> then, now they want to add FISA extension, which, Glenn, for your listeners, means using backdoor foreign uh, uh, intelligence to go after American citizens. We want to end that. We passed a good bill in the Judiciary Committee to end that. But unfortunately, Mike has agreed with Senate Democrats to put a, quote, short-term extension of the existing bill, which allows the, the spying, until April. And that would actually last until the spring of 25. We oppose it. All of your listeners should tell every single one of your members of Congress and senators to oppose the NDAA that has FISA on it, because if we vote on it next week, we need at least 150 Republicans to stand up and block that bill. Jeez, do you have 150? Well, we also may get some Democrats, so it may be a little bit fewer, but I want uh, as many Republicans as we can get, uh, and, and depending on how many Democrats we get to block it. But they're going to try to pass it on what we call suspension of the rules, which means you need 200 and roughly 90 votes. So we need, mm. you know, 140 or so of both Republicans and Democrats to kill it. So we want to get as many Republicans as possible to say we're not going to jam through a 3,000 page watered down crappy defense authorization that continues the wokeification of the military instead of a mission first military, you know, driving down morale, driving down recruiting. And then, oh, by the way, continue the FISA spying regime, which has been abusing power to spy on Americans. We should stop that. We have conservatives that have good bills. We're advancing. We just passed it out of the Judiciary Committee on a bipartisan basis. That is what we should be advancing over to the Senate. Tell me about Tommy Tuberville, because I, I think he's a hero. <clears throat> he stood and stood and stood and stood, and damn near no Republicans uh, stood with him. Uh, and uh, he was, I mean, he was just been bashed and bashed, and he finally said, okay, tell me what happened here. Well, uh, Coach Tuberville, Senator Tuberville, is a good man. I've got to know him well. Um, funny enough, his legislative director is a very good friend of mine and my roommate when I'm in D.C. Um, look, Coach Tuberville is uh, someone who stood up on the side of life, like he said he would do, unlike a lot of Republicans uh, that run on being pro-life, and then when the, you know, the battle faces them, they run away. 
right? I mean, the other senator from Alabama touts herself as being Miss Pro-Life. But did she go down and support Coach Tuberville? No. A whole bunch of other senators. I can go through a list that didn't stand up. Mike Lee was down there. God bless him. Roger Marshall went down there. But not that many went down and supported Coach Tuberville when he went to the floor and would object. And by the way, Glenn, all he was saying was we should vote on these confirmations in the Defense Department. That's it. That's all he was demanding. And making us do that because he said, guys, if you're going to continue to advance an unlawful policy to have taxpayers fund abortion tourism at the Department of Defense, I'm going to make you do the work of getting these things done through votes. I'm sorry that he backed down last week. I wish he'd have held firm a little longer. This is the same issue that is in the National Defense Authorization Act. We fixed it in the House. We should force the Senate to address it. But we, but instead, Republicans are about, if we don't stop them, Republicans are going to move a defense bill that does not address the abortion issue, that does not address transgender surgeries, that does not address climate change, that does not sufficiently address diversity, equity, inclusion garbage, that does not sufficiently restore people that lost their jobs for COVID, and adds FISA spy, spying extension. In what world should we do that? Coach Duberfield did a great job. We should finish the job now. Um, I've got about 70 seconds here for this answer. The Hunter Biden indictment. Is it going anywhere? Also, the um, the uh, impeachment. Is it going anywhere? On Tuesday in the House Rules Committee, we will be taking up and I serve on the Rules Committee a impeachment inquiry. Uh, vote, which we intend to take to the floor, and I hope and believe will pass off the House floor. Now, we have a couple of members who are still a little wishy-washy, but we hope to get it there. If we can do that, that's the additional tools that we need to get more information and force the Biden administration to stop their obstruction, that's what it is, of our seeking the truth of what we all know, is that that money flowing through Hunter was flowing through Hunter to Joe Biden, we believe, well, we got to go you know, get more information. But certainly in a conspiracy with Joe Biden, while enriching his son, using foreign actors to do it to the detriment of our national security and well-being. And so Hunter, of course, now that you asked about the indictments, the uh, indictments that were uh, brought down yesterday, they seem fairly significant uh, with respect to the tax laws that were violated. He was writing off hookers. He was writing off sex clubs. He was writing off. I mean, any number of things you can't do. And so I haven't studied the indictments. I've looked at the summaries. They seem to be significant. But remember, they walked away and they let the, they let the uh, statute of limitations run on some very, very significant tax violations from 2014 and 15 when Biden was vice president. We believe that was intentional. We want to seek the truth on that. So we're going to keep running as, as much as we can with the tools we have. Jamie Comer and Tim Jordan have done a good job. I hope every Republican will support this inquiry that we vote out on Tuesday. I have to tell you, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the, the, the handful of people that are around you and Mike Lee and others that are actually moving the ball or trying to. I appreciate every day you guys are in that cesspool so we don't have to be. Thank you for everything. Well, Glenn, well we can't do it without you. Merry Christmas to all your listeners. Maybe I'll talk to you before Christmas, but I'm not going to stop. I barely have a voice right now, but I don't give a damn. Um, we got to save this country for our kids, Glenn. Those, those men that sat in the foxholes in Bastogne in 1944, freezing to death so that we could live free. We shouldn't adjourn next week if we haven't done our dang job. That's my position. You call any time you need anything next week. Anytime you Thanks. just call in. Thank you so much, Chip. 
Appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. All right. Rough Greens is our sponsor. Uh, when your dog is hungry, you know, you just grab the kibble food, you fill up the bowl, and, you know, they eat. Uno wouldn't eat the kibble food, just wouldn't. We tried everything. I tried all kinds of different foods. We'd go to the uh, the vet, and the vet would say, you know, uh, you got to get him to eat. He's losing too much weight. And we're like, we know. We hand feed. What 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 else can we possibly do? Well, naturopathic doc- doctor Dennis Black heard me talking about Uno one time and said, "You got to try this rough greens." Now he said it's going to make my dog healthier and happier and everything else. And quite honestly, I just needed Uno to eat so he wouldn't waste away. That's all I wanted out of Rough Greens, and that's all I really expected out of Rough Greens. I'm telling you, not only did Uno gain weight and and like to eat now, he also, his energy went through the roof. He was like a puppy again. Get your first trial bag for free by going to roughgreens.com slash back. All you pay for is the shipping. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Or you can call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Pretty amazing what's going on uh, tonight. You light the second candle of the menorah in uh, Hanukkah. Uh, it goes on for eight days, obviously. And there's a there's a great story in today's uh, show prep from Los Angeles. If you don't get my daily show prep, you can get it for free. You just go to glenbeck.com. Uh, and every day there's anywhere from 50 to 100 different stories there. Uh, the stories that I look at every morning for show prep uh, and... I help compile it, so it's it's all the stuff that I think you need to know. But there's a story in there about uh, Jewish people in Los Angeles that are fearful for hanging their Hanukkah decorations. Um, and several people in this uh, article that were interviewed said that they, just to be safe and to keep their family safe, they don't, they won't hang uh, Hanukkah. Uh, you know, decorations. Uh, they won't put their Hanukkah um, menorah in the front window because they're afraid of retaliation. If if really we are turning into that country, we should have a completely different conversation with the whole country. Who are we and what are we allowing ourselves to become when Jewish people are afraid to practice their faith or show their faith in their own neighborhoods. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Jace Medical. Uh, there are critical shortages right now of essential drugs here in the United States. I mean, it's crazy what's going on, and it's happening right now. Five most essential antibiotics treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can have them in a medication kit in your home so if you ever need it you have it plus they have dozens of add-on medications available uh they even have ivermectin as an add-on uh, option but if you need you know you have heart medicine or high blood pressure in my case my uh my two girls uh, two of my three girls take um 
anti-seizure medication. You know, if you have somebody in the family that is on antidepressants, if that stuff goes away, what are you going to do? Where are you going to get it? If there is a disruption, you need to have that medication. You can have a year's supply at your home. Just go to jacemedical.com, enter the promo code Beck at checkout. You'll get a discount on your order. It's promo code Beck at jasemedical.com. Just go to the website. They'll walk you all through it. It's fantastic. jasemedical.com. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Friday. We get right to it in 60 seconds. Used to be concepts like the customer is always right shaped the way we did business, but that's when everybody wasn't ideologically captured by wokeism and taking care of the customer's need was much more important than finding ways to show to your your leftist friends, your credentials. But every once in a while, if you look at the right place, you'll find a company that still wants to do a business the American way. Patriot Mobile's mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. Now, this is a phone company. This is a mobile phone service. You will get exactly the same coverage on, if you're on one of the big three networks, exactly the same coverage because they're on the same cell towers. They also have extended their Black Friday deal to become the Every Friday Matters deal. And you can get a free smartphone when you switch today. Dependable nationwide coverage, access to all three networks, same coverage, without sending your money to leftist causes. They'll even help you save money. Keep your phone, keep your number. For a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck 972-PATRIOT. Well, welcome to the uh, program. Uh, let's say hello to our executive producer, uh, Stu Bergier. Hello, Stu. How are you? Glad. How are you? Ah, I'm great. I'm great. There's a couple of things um, that I... Um, I want to share, um, you know, I've been uh, suffering, you know, I have macular degeneration in one eye and macular dystrophy in the other eye. They say that's rare. And I said, of course, I'm special. Hello. <laughs> Do they cancel each other out? They, so no, unfortunately, they, no, unfortunately, they no. don't. It's a race to the blindness. <laughs> um, but I've had this for a while now and my eyes have been stable. I'm very, very blessed. Um However, uh, about a month ago, something started happening with my left eye, and uh, I have you know floaters, and it's blurry in one eye, and it's 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 nasty. I hate it. Um, and so I finally got into a doctor, and yesterday they were um, talking to me about it, and she said, "Did you see lightning strikes when this happened?" And I said, oh, "Yeah, matter of fact, I did." I said I closed my eyes or even open, but I closed my eyes. It was at night, I remember, and I saw just light. It was like it was weird. And she said, yeah, let's go in and take some more pictures of your eye. Apparently, when you get to be a certain age, over 12, I think, <laughs> um, 
you know, the jelly. Now, I'm going to get very technical here. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. you are a doctor. I am a doctor. Please don't talk over so, our heads. I know. I know. I know. So any, you know, ophthalmologist or anybody who knows anything about that, Rand Paul, sorry. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to get technical here. So, you know, our eyes have like jelly in them. Ah, okay. okay yeah. Not the jelly jam. eyes. Yeah. It's not pre- it, preserves? It's not preserves. Okay. It's not jam. Mm-hmm. It's just pure jelly. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so when you get, you know, over 12, the, the jelly can pull away from the eye, from the, you know, the membrane. Uh, and when that happens, sometimes that, that will detach your retina. Okay. Okay. And so I was like, bad. No, I'm not a doctor. No, you're not a doctor. Sounds Sounds bad. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And so she said, let's go back and take some pictures. And uh, she didn't tell me about the detached retina thing yet. And uh, I said, oh, okay. So we went back and then she looked at me and she said, this is good news. And I said, is it really? And she said, yeah, because it didn't pull any of the retina. So you didn't detach and you go blind from detached retina. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds really, really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And so here's the incredible part. So I said, well, is this ever going to heal? And she said, no, it'll no. But come see me about a month. It should be gone. And I said, I thought you said it didn't heal. And she said, no, this is how incredible the the uh, the body is. She said, your brain will just get used to it and start filling in the missing information. That's incredible. Incredible. Just incredible. That's what they say a lot of peripheral vision is. It is. You don't actually see it. Your body just, like, your mind takes it in and then recreates it as you're looking in other directions. I mean, that's insanity. And for it to be as fly, think about how many hallucinations uh, AI has. Think about all of the pictures that are like, well, that's not quite right. Have you ever looked at, have you ever f- had your peripheral vision or anything and went, oh, it's not really a tree on the side of my head. You know what I mean? Mm. It's it, it's accurate. How can people think that there's not a God? I mean, it's just, the, the human body is just amazing. It really just is. Amazing. And, yeah. and look, the thing, that's and one of the reasons why, Glenn, you and I take such good care of ours. Yes. We, we just, it, we keep at peak physical condition. You going to eat, eat that Snickers over there? Damn right, I'm going to eat okay. that Snickers. All right, go mm-hmm. ahead. Anyway, what were you saying? Nothing, I don't, I don't okay. remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night, if you can't share, oh, it's not so, right. So anyway. Um, it smells so good. <laughs> last night, uh, Rafe came home, and uh, and we decided to go see a. Uh, could you just eat it? Okay. Just eat it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we went to see Godzilla minus one. You know anything about it? I've heard it's actually pretty good. Is this true? It is incredible. Really, it is incredible. Rafe and I are big King Kong Godzilla fans. You know. And we've watched all the Japanese movies, which I hate. I hate the Japanese movies, but, you know, I watched them with him. Uh, And so this one comes out, and it's all in Japanese, so it's subtitled. Strike one. But I kind of take away half the strike because they didn't dub it. You know, it's not like their lips are moving, and then you're like, and we should run. It's Godzilla. 
Uh, so yeah. you're hearing only Japanese. You're only hearing Japanese. Okay. I yeah. mean, I th- this, look, uh, there I might be an art house film I pulled the trigger on for this in the right scenario, but to see a Godzilla film with subti- subtitles like that? This is worth it. Okay. This is really, really worth it. Yeah. So it's the original score, but all redone. It's done, I think, by the by the original company or something that made the original. So it's very true to the originals, except it's done well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like um, it doesn't look like a puppet. Like Godzilla no, doesn't look no, like a puppet. You can't see the but strings it, coming no. out of the tail. No, no but okay. it looks like the same Godzilla. Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like the modern dinosaur Godzilla. It looks like the, the original Godzilla. It's mm-hmm. just not a guy in a big costume. Okay. Okay. Is it CGI? I mean, are they go. Yeah, it's CGI. Like fully produced. Yeah, fully okay. produced CGI. Um, and uh, it's so different because it's Japanese. And the story starts in World War II with a kamikaze pilot who is afraid to die. So he lands on this little island uh, where you know the plane. He's like, I, something's wrong with my plane. I have to fix it. And Godzilla shows up for the first time. This is the big, this is at the end of World War II. And so it's it's the origin story, if you will, of Godzilla and has the, you know, has him stomping on the power lines and eating the train cars and all oh, wow. of the stuff from the original. Hmm. Except it's uh except it's done really well. The storyline is so good. The story of this kamikaze pilot who the war really never ends for him because, you know, shame. He was supposed to kill himself. He was a kamikaze pilot. How did you live? And so the shame that he lives with. And then he becomes a coward again when Godzilla first shows up and everybody on the island except one guy and him uh, die. Hmm. And I, I, it's a a little weird from an American perspective to get the kamikaze pilot oh, as the it's, hero. No, it's weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's a and little, that's why it's that's why it's so good. And the, they they recognize that um, they because they say at one point our culture has been a culture of death where we didn't care about life and we're not like that anymore. So there it shows some of the tr- change. Mm. Um but it is so good, and there is this the cutest little girl, this little Asian baby that grows up into a girl by, by the end of the movies. I don't know about six or seven. She is so cute. She will just steal. She just steals really? every scene. Hmm. Um, and when he, this all at the beginning, when he goes back to his home, and everybody's dead. And there's nothing left. And you see him in that area for two or three years. You'll understand the devastation in Japan. Unlike you've ever seen before. We've so also getting a historical lesson in a way from in from a way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just such a different look at almost everything. And the 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 story of the characters. It's just it's. Just so good. So good. Oh, wow. And a great, great ending. Ah, great I, ending. I got to check it out. Yeah. This sounds interesting. Now, you don't like superhero movies. I don't consider Godzilla a superhero movie, though. 
Well, this one is not like God. You know how Godzilla is like, oh, maybe we should hug him in the end. You know? Yeah. Well, Where you're like, the, oh, the recent really, ones haven't been like that, though. They, he's really kind of a good guy. No, he's not. Oh, in this one, he's not. Oh, no, he's yeah, not. Yeah, Godzilla seems to always kind of turn around and then at the, the last minute, like, kill Mothra and yeah. save Yeah, the, save the city. humanity. Yeah, he, no. This one, this one is what I think Godzilla would be like. Well, see, I feel like the real story of Godzilla is 1967's Son of Godzilla. Oh, I haven't heard of yeah, Son of Godzilla. Yeah, that's the one I, yeah. I feel like is the real one. Uh-huh. I mean, I, if you haven't seen it, I can give you the tagline. Sure. And you can sure, just tell yeah. me if you're interested okay. in it. Okay, right. This is the real tagline for the movie. Have you ever seen a monster hatched from a monster egg? No? You will. <laughs> that's the whole tagline <laughs> Who would go see? Uh, that's great you ever yeah. see a mo- hey there's gonna be an egg hatching at some yeah. point a monster's gonna come out so that's that's in the movie have you heard mm. have you heard uh about the movie iss international space station i have not saw the preview for this before godzilla oh my gosh it looks great mm. it is the international space station with americans and russians in the you know they join and they're working together and everything's going well and then they look down one of them is looking out of the window uh, to earth and they see a nuclear explosion and then and the whole world is on fire and they can't raise anybody but then finally this is what was in the trailer finally they do and they say you must take over the ISS by any means possible. Take it from the Russians. And they're like, well, we're scientists. We're not soldiers. We don't have any weapons or anything up here. And then one of them says, if we're being told this, they're being told this. And so you just see all these scenes where the world is on fire below them. Oh, my gosh. And they're fighting in space. It looks fantastic. I'm all in. That's even better than seeing a monster egg get hatched and a monster comes out. I don't know. I've never seen one. I've never seen. The reason why I said that is because Alien said they'll never hear you scream in space. And uh, this tagline was uh, apparently... Someone can hear you scream in space. Some, something like that. Oh, wow. So yeah. kind of a, re- a reworking of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, uh, you, you bring up the uh, ISS. Yeah, I was, I've been reading this Elon Musk book. The, yeah, me the, too. The Isaacson book. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It is good. You know, you, it, I go back and forth on him all the time. I'm very mixed on Elon Musk. I, some things I really like about him, some things, eh, not so much. Yeah. Um, but. He, You'll understand him better than you, you ever have. Yes, yeah. it's a really it's worth and it's worthwhile. And if you have Spotify, if you're on Spotify, you can get the book for free. Yeah. So it's 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 long, but it's worth your time. I think yeah. if you want to understand him. But one of the parts they talk about is how we went. We just gave up sending people to the uh, International Space Station uh, with our own machinery. We just were like hitching rides with the Russians. And I remember that sort of, but kind of forgotten yeah. it. And, it, and what I loved about the story was the first time we started doing that again was a private company yeah a private company was able to send a person to the international space station now many were hitching rides with the russians russians i mean how embarrassing is that Mm -hmm. after and and god only knows what it would be like today (laughs) probably uh, it wouldn't be so pleasant uh but i mean the fact that we had a private company able to rise up what a great american story i mean it really is incredible he all you is, need to do is be the richest man in the world. You can pull this stuff off all the time, Glenn. Get a couple <laughs> okay, hundred billion it. dollars and it's cake. 
okay, I'm going to work on that. Let me start by making not $100 billion by telling you about preborn. Time of the year when uh, we think most about giving gifts. So let me ask you, what could be better gift than giving the gift of life to somebody who might not otherwise have it? 200 times a day in this country, the Ministry of Preborn is introducing an unborn baby to his or her expectant mother. It's the miracle of free ultrasounds. Miracle. Do you remember, Stu, I used to say if, uh, if women had a window on, in, their, in their belly, yeah. you would never have abortion. Because mm-hmm. people would, you know, have, people always just feel like pregnant women are just public property. And they're like, oh, and they rub their belly. Like, I'm sure that's a wonderful experience. A wonderful mm-hmm. experience. But imagine if they had a window there. You walk around, everybody would be like, let me see the baby. Let me see the baby. Let me see the baby. Okay. It would be over. Closest thing we have is an ultrasound. And if we can ever get ultrasounds to be like those amazing pictures, really, really clear. Some of those 3D ultrasounds are getting there. I mean, are they? some of them are incredible. We have pictures of our kids and, you know, they're 10 and 12 now, but some of them you can see, you can see Zach's face in the ultrasound, which is incredible. It was like, you know, months before he was born. So anyway, um, when a mom sees the pictures, when mom hears the heartbeat, she uh, the life uh, expectancy or the, the her changing her mind and saying, I, I want to keep the baby, that chance doubles. Please donate. Just hit pound 250. Say the keyword baby pound 250 keyword baby. You can donate securely at preborn dot com slash back as well. That's preborn dot com slash back. Twenty eight dollars is an ultrasound. Can you help? Pound 250, keyword baby, preborn.com slash back, sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. Now I was just going to talk about something, and I can't remember. You, oh, you, oh, we were talking about the Isaacs, and sorry, I got Elon sidetracked Musk with, yeah, I mm-hmm. uh, got sidetracked with Preborn. Um, the uh, the Isaac Isaac Isaacson's Isaacson thank you book mm-hmm. is uh, Radio Hall of Fame man mm-hmm. uh, they have you know we keep getting these weird, we, I've been getting this weird mail from them by the way that right. just says withdrawal on the front and I don't I don't know what it means <laughs> I know I've yeah. there's a, uh, no one at this address of that name <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, you read that and you understand him because you understand his father. Well, kind of understand his father. His father was a monster, just a according monster. to literally everyone who knows him, with the exception of, of him. him. Yeah, he's yeah. like oh, that was actually great. Yeah, you know, it's like we else. went to Disneyland. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, he literally said that too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, he, when you understand what he had to go through with his father, you'll understand. He will spend every dollar he has fighting for X. He, there's no way he's going to let Soros and Media Matters and all of oh, these yeah. people win. No way. He, no does, way. he doesn't care about the same things everyone else cares about, no. which is you know, partially what's, what leads him to occasionally very large mistakes, but also what leads him to the, the ability to push through these things and try things that no one else would try. I mean, over and over and over again, there's examples in this book of him just attempting things that everyone around him said were stupid. And like, we have this way to romanticize that 
where we're like, oh, well, he wanted to do something and everyone told him it was bad and he did it anyway and it worked. And it's like, that's a very simplified tale. Like what a lot of times happens with people like that is there's a thousand stories for every one of the Elon Musk stories where people try something crazy. Everyone around him tells them they were dumb and they were dumb. Right? Like that's, Or that story doesn't get told a lot in books. And some of his ideas it, to his own admission were dumb. But he keeps saying, and I thought this was such an interesting thing, he kept saying over and over again, like, if we're not, you know, if we're not failing, you know, 30% of the time, then we're not trying enough stuff. True. And he keeps going through that, you know, he is the ultimate uh, anti-regulation guy, which I fell, I fallen in love with this part of Elon Musk, mm-hmm. where he's just going down the line, and like, how many screws are there? Uh, there's four? Well, we only need two. We can save weight with two. But the regulation says, screw the regulation. Someone, try it with two and see if it works. And of course, it does work. The regulation is stupid. Some Track down the person who came up with the regulation. They don't even know why they did it. Like, And he's, you know, maniacal on that stuff, which was one of the reasons why these companies work. Um, but he, he's just, it's an impressive thing to see. And there's a bunch of stories like that. I, have you had to the part that where um, they're talking about all the people who were shorting Tesla stock mm-hmm. and how he got around? Because there's a story, and you probably remember it from the time, they were shorting the stock. They, he said he was going to get to 5,000 cars per week. And no one thought he could do it. They had drones over his factory recording how many cars were coming out of this factory. And they were like, there's no way he can get to 5,000. He's only got two assembly lines. So he somehow digs up some regulation that says he, he, he can build a, a temporary auto facility in a tent and he takes that, goes way beyond what it, the original intent was and builds an entire assembly line outside of a tent and they are able to churn out the 5,000 cars and he went, this is how he winds up being the richest man in the world, really. I mean, that's probably the central story. I love this guy. It. But incredible. Yeah. Yeah. incredible. I don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy in the end. Only time will tell. History will tell. But I just love him. Yeah, I, I think he's a good guy. I think he just, he does have He issues. sees things differently <laughs> yes. because of his childhood. And yes, mm-hmm. they are issues. But they're issues that make him Elon Musk. Yep. The Glenn Beck Program. So my third collaboration with Goldline, every time we embark on this journey, I get more excited. Um, we have we have done something in making commemorative coins. In an era where the woke crowd is trying to erase our history, you have an opportunity to own a piece of it. We're shining the spotlight this time on Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States. With Goldline, I've had the honor of designing the American Covenant Abraham Lincoln commemorative in gold, silver, and copper. It pays tribute to his incredible legacy of saving and and expanding the Bill of Rights or expanding the understanding of the Bill of Rights and the role the covenant and God played. Uh, when you purchase 25 Lincoln quarter ounce gold coins, you're going to receive 100 Lincoln copper rounds absolutely free. Each Lincoln commemorative is a tangible testament to the principles and sacrifices that built this nation, and they're exclusively at Goldline. Want a great Christmas gift? This is it. Call 866 Goldline, 866 Goldline, or goldline.com. And go over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. There, you can use the promo code Glenn Plus and save 30 bucks. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. 
Well, uh, looks like uh, Hunter Biden, uh, that Joe was wrong. Apparently, uh, Hunter Biden did do some things that were illegal. It's weird. He said the opposite about 25,000 times. Yeah, um, but uh, he's been indicted now. He faces almost 40 years in prison between the gun charges and the tax evasion charges. Uh, We'll see what happens, but that guy was... He tried to write... um, in his taxes, uh, a hooker as art. Oh, I love this. this. Yeah. This might be my favorite part of the story. Yeah. 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 Because you really get some, like this, the quote from the, from the document, $1,500 Venmo payment on August 14th, 2018. That payment was to an exotic dancer at a strip club. The defendant described the payment in the Venmo transaction as for quote, artwork end quote the exotic dancer has not sold him any artwork now that is in the eye of the beholder Amen. sir that do you know yeah, that's art i mean we some of these <laughs> exotic dancers are performing incredible feats of oh now art. the ballet is no longer art right i get it i get it oh because they're not wearing the right Bigot. outfit apparently it's not art anymore bigot yes thank you yeah, I got um, it. I but got i did it. like uh, zero hedge uh posted a a chart that which i found really informative on hunter biden and it was uh hunter biden hooker payments not seasonally adjusted and <laughs> it's a great title um but so he you know in 2016 spent 4400 dollars on quote various women Right. Okay. 2017 had a bit of an increase from 4,400 to $138,837. Oh, he, he had more time. Right. More free time. More free time. And then 2018, what a year. Yeah. $383,548 on various women. That's a I, that, that's like a Wilt Chamberlain type year. And I just want you to know that that has not been inflation adjusted either. Right. So that's it's when one trillion dollars <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> and then another. He, and then, you know, really, it fell off because you feel like you spent what fell off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that may be what happened. <laughs> right. Because they don't break it down by month. So he spent $156,427 in 2019 on, quote, various women. But, like, maybe it fell off in May, and he was on the same pace and just couldn't spend anything after that. I don't know. We don't, we don't have know. all the details on this. We don't know. We don't know. But they're important. And, and luckily, he was able to sell tons of artwork to pay back some of these uh, debts. Well, no. No, no, no. No? <laughs> no. No. He didn't sell tons of artwork? Well, he sold some, Okay, you know, to some people who coincidentally... <laughs> Are now you know received appointments from uh, his oh, wow. father. And That's great so, news. Yeah. That's I, crazy. You know, the world of coincidence is a fascinating. Yeah, one. yeah. By the way, speaking of artwork at glenbeckart.com, uh, you can get your uh, Christmas presents. Uh, it is a fifty percent off everything except for the originals. Fifty uh, percent off now. You can get posters. Uh, you can get uh, signed prints. Uh, or you can just get a you know a, a very nice uh, numbered print as well, but it's fifty percent off now. It's huge savings if you're interested at glenbeckart.com. Really cool ones up here. I love the morning of hope dusk. Uh, uh, morning of hope dusk of despair is a really cool. Which one is that? It's oh, your. Oh yeah, okay. I, I, I it's your painting. What I do you mean? Which name one? them? I don't remember. Uh, 
that is, you know what that story is? Every single one of these has a story behind it. Mm. That is the story of the SS St. Louis, I think it is. Um, never actually went into New York Harbor, but uh, came from Europe full of Jews. We turned them around. Now, they came into Cuba. Cuba wouldn't expect accept them uh, because the United States wouldn't accept them. So they actually went to Miami. Now, imagine pulling into Miami, seeing America, and you're a Jew escaping Germany, and seeing America, and then everybody turning you down. Oh, man. And so I've interpreted that with a Statue of Liberty, uh, morning of hope, dusk of despair. They come in in the morning. There's no port for them. They have to turn around in front of the Statue of Liberty. And you mentioned uh, the Godzilla remake earlier. Now we're remaking that story in America, which is great. We seem to be doing the same thing to Jews again. <laughs> wow, what a but great idea. CGI. Oh, yeah, updated yeah. CGI. We this can time, kill them faster We're just now. trapping them in libraries and banging <laughs> on the doors and windows. <laughs> Everything's going really well in oh. this country. But guy, that's a that's an amazing tie to what is going on yeah. today with well, that, that particular and, story. Uh, there's another one, Praise in All Things. This is the uh, Corey Ten Boom story. Do you see that one by any chance? Mm, this is the Corey Ten Boom. She's actually, oh, yeah. this one was a commission. Um, by this great, great woman. Um, and she came up to me and she said, I'd like to do, I'd like you to do a Corey Ten Boom. And I thought I, I had already had in my head the story of Corey Ten Boom and the only thing that I would paint on her. And she said, I'd like you to do a commission. And she said, I have very specific idea. And I said, uh, so do I. Um, What's your idea? And she told me the exact scene, which was the only one that I would paint. Oh, wow. Uh, and it is the moment of Corey and her sister in the camp. And uh, they're reading scriptures. And all of the women are, you know, are listening to the scriptures. And uh, they're just crawling with lice. And Corey said, I can't take the lice. And her sister said, praise God for the lice. I'm telling you, Corey, you're going to find out this, these lice, they were sent by God. Everything plays a role in God's plan. And she's, and Corey is like, I don't think I can go there, sis. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah, I, I don't think I can moment. go there. Yeah. yeah. I think I've had enough. And she finds out her sister dies Corey survives, gets out. She finds out the reason why they could read the scriptures was because no guards were coming in. The reason why no guards came into that particular, uh, uh, you know, um, building was because of the lice. Mm. So yeah, it's an amazing thing. Than... And if you see, if you look at all of the faces, all of the faces all the way around is the entire journey of Christianity. So someone who doesn't believe, uh, someone who is just kind of barely awake, mm. then somebody who's dead asleep, somebody who's waking up and thinking, maybe somebody next to her, somebody who's thinking, yeah, but I've sinned too much. It's not for me. Somebody waking up and saying, maybe it is. Somebody fully engaged uh, and, and one with the spirit. And then the older woman down at the end, she's watching and when watching guard over the woman who doesn't believe mm. and her testimony is being feasted on 
by the youth that don't have their own testimony. They're kind of in the dark in the back. Mm. It's really a cool painting. Uh, yeah, a but, bunch of really cool ones. Good, great Christmas gifts, too, yes. I would say. I love the 29 seconds as well, the Hindenburg, uh, which is just a cool-looking uh, painting. There's a bunch of really cool-looking ones. Glenbeckart.com, yeah, by the way. Is there some code or something people need? Nope. You no. just go in and whatever you buy, except for the originals, uh, everything is 50% off. The originals are double today. So <laughs> No, yeah, they're yeah. not. They're already. <laughs> they're already, they're already okay. I bleed. <laughs> like, I can't believe, but I can't change the price of the originals because of galleries. Um, but uh, I'm going to change the price of everything else. So 50% off. I'd love for you to have at least a poster. If something uh, reaches to you, go to work. You know, at Glenbeck Art, you look up at the top and you see work and you'll see uh, two different collections. You'll see the America's Heroes, Myth and Legends and Save the Republic. All of it is on sale 50% off till next week. And then this, I believe this week only, uh, 20% of the proceeds go to various women. Well, not various. Well, yeah, they're various. I mean, there's several of them, but right. but they're not interchangeable. They're not changing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, the, it's same, just the same. The same random. It's the women. same. Yeah. You know, that's random women. I I got them on payroll now. So yeah, that's great. You yeah. know, sometimes you lock the, in a salary and it just right. you don't have to pay all that overtime. And it's just a really good. Prices are going up on everything. <laughs> yes. Especially. Thank you. Quote art. Mm-hmm. End quote. <laughs> 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 all right. Back in just a second. Stu's here to tell you about Genucel. I would love to tell you about Genucel, Glenn. It is the Christmas and holiday season, and it's time for you know the gift giving and the parties. With the, I have parties every night. I, I, we, we're just a Christmas party, Christmas party, Christmas party, Christmas party. Did you party. make it to last night's Christmas party? No. I did make it there. You, you, you did? did not. I did not see you there, but I was there. I was there. You just didn't see me. I was in spirit. Were you there in spirit? <laughs> no, I was so tired yeah, last night. No, I, it, was, uh, it, it was fun. We had a yeah. good time. And uh, from now until Christmas, no matter how many Christmas parties you're going to, GenuCell's most popular package is better than 70% off at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. Troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, uh, pesky bags and puffiness, and even a sagging jawline can disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. And they have this immediate effects thing going on where you just you see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. So there's no risk here. Give it a shot. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free serum for skin hydration, which will restore your youthful appearance. This year for the holidays, you can truly give the gift uh, that keeps on giving, both to yourself and to those you love. But don't wait. These deals aren't going to be around forever. GenuCell.com slash Beck. Enter the code Beck. You get an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order did today is also upgraded to free express shipping. Genucel.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I'm glad you're here. There's a there's a couple of things that we should uh, uh, we should uh, cover. Uh, uh, one is uh, Jean Pierre. Karine Jean Pierre. Yeah, she is. Uh, uh, she's the White House spokesperson, and mm. she wants you to know that if you're worried about spending money this Christmas, don't be. 
L- prices are lower this year. Listen. But then what's the disconnect between what people are feeling and seeing uh, at the grocery stores, at, at the tables, and what the president is saying about So let me, let me just be real clear. We get into the holiday seasons. We've actually have seen a decrease in eggs, in bacon, in milk uh, since last year. So no, we are we seeing haven't. lowering costs. It's so going items. into the holiday season. As, we're, as people are going uh, to do some holiday shopping, we're seeing uh, lowering costs in, in TVs and things that people need to think about as, as they want to give a gift uh, to their loved ones. And so we're seeing some costs go down, airline tickets, gas prices. So. The work that we have done, the work that this president has done, the investing, whether it's investing in America, whether it's binomics, we're seeing that Ooh, we're in a different place than today than we were a year ago. Yeah. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's on the universal map. Where is the earth compared to where it was a year ago? Not in the same place. Right. right? Uh, also with inflation. Inflation was increasing faster last year than it is increasing this year but what does that mean does that mean prices are going down no you can always find a product that prices are going down that is consistently true all the time you can always find something that the prices are going down Mm -hmm. even in the peak of inflation Mm -hmm. after gas prices hit their peak they started to come down that didn't mean they were low but they started to come down however the overall situation here is that not that prices are coming down, but that they are increasing at a slower rate than last year. That is the actual story. So, and by the way, they are increasing off of the already high prices from last year. They never say this. They're like, oh, well, inflation's coming down. Inflation coming down doesn't mean prices coming down. That's those aren't the two that, that that's inflation and prices are not the same word. We've come up with two different words to describe two different things inflation and prices are not the same if your inflation is rate is coming down what that means is your the prices are going up at a slower rate than before that still means they're going up and they're going up from the prices you were already complaining about last year so this is not good this is this is the disconnect the disconnect is she thinks inflation and prices are the same words she's either an idiot or she's lying and guess what she's both now could we talk about something that you're passionate about? Sorry. She, tra- she really I mean, does I drive just... me nuts. I mean, I think about this, Glenn. First of all. First of all, who is she? Where did she come from? I never saw her before. I think I think she was working as an elf in one of the uh, department stores. And uh, huh. and Joe went in to tell Santa what he wanted for, for Christmas. And she just kind of walked along with him. And okay. now, Well, we know this is not true because there's no black elves. No, no yes, there are. Do you ever watch Elf? It's, <laughs> yes. I, it's yes, very clear. Um, uh, she... First you of take all, that serious. <laughs> no, really. No, really. Did you see Elf? <laughs> <laughs> Must be a, a South Pole Elf. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, she spends her whole day lying. And think about your life. Like everyone, you know, oh gosh, I I, I told a little white lie. You know, Ends I, justify the means. She will say anything at any time. And she almost never says something that is true. I mean, think about going through your life like that. Now, I don't know what she's like in her personal life. But in her public life, she almost never says something that is true. That's got to be difficult on somebody, but not for her, apparently. Now, she does read almost everything that she says, so maybe she doesn't count it like she's reading a script, like an actor. Um, Well, well, hang on just a second. It's just not hard on people who actually believe the ends justify the means. Yeah, maybe that's true. I mean, it does. Which is revolting, but true. Yeah, it's totally revolting. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and the other thing that is revolting is that she is still reading. She's reading. I this mean, stuff. it's like uh, you can't come up with answers to these things. She's constantly reading them. It's it's embarrassing. I mean, we've talked about this a little Why bit. Why not just publish her book? Yeah, I my big thing is just have Siri read the answers to us. We would save $170,000 a year that we're paying this woman. And we could just turn on the phone, put the script in the phone, and just have it speak it to us. The speak that, that you know, they have these accessibility features on your iPhone where if you ha- have problems with, with sight, uh, the phone will read you the text that's on the screen. Why not just do that? That's what she's doing. She's just reading things on the paper to us. What's the point of that? Just have Siri do it. We'd save a fortune. Not to mention the amount that she's spending on her wardrobe. God only knows. It's like a, it's like a, the entire economy of a mid-range country. There is nothing that sets him off more than just saying, KJP. Gosh, uh, she KJP. Me nuts. And this is a job, All by right. the way. Okay. All right. We're out of time. Is, that is supposed to be to report what's going really on in the time. White House to the American people. We, we it's not to. supposed to be a job where you lie for Joe Biden <laughs> over and over and over again. Continued on Monday. The Glenn Beck Program.